So hey there, welcome back to Accelerated Real Estate Investor with Josh Cantwell. Uh, I am so excited for this interview uh, for you to hear. I am interviewing today uh, Dr. Vanessa Peters. She is the founder of VMD Investing, has been investing in real estate for 12 years, actually started investing right in the middle of the crash. She's done single family homes, commercial retail, apartment communities, short-term rentals, self-storage, land entitlements, and manufactured homes. She's invested in over 2,500 units across 15 properties and four different funds. Um, Today, she is passionate about helping busy professionals, doctors, highly paid executives invest and build wealth through passive income-producing real estate, And she is the author of The Busy Professional's Guide to Real Estate Investing, A Physician's Path to Building Wealth, Creating Financial Freedom, and Leaving a Legacy. Uh, In this interview, Vanessa and I cover number one. We're going to talk about her new $50 million land development fund and how she's essentially getting entitlements and selling large plots of land to national home builders for a very quick double-digit return. Uh, Number two, we're going to talk about the importance of authoring a book and being on podcasts in order to build her network and meet new people and also recruit capital for her fund. Number three, we're going to talk about her journey from being a busy new doctor, deep in debt, uh, and having zero real estate experience to buying her first real estate investment, which was a short sale in San Diego, and actually going through a divorce and losing a value in that single family home to ultimately getting into real estate investments, single family homes, home flips, then getting into multifamily syndications, making her first $50,000 investment in her first syndication to now being a co-sponsor and a co-general partner in a massive $50 million land development fund. Number four, Vanessa and I also talk about why busy professionals and doctors should invest in commercial real estate to create passive income and reduce their taxes. I also think you're gonna love to hear about Vanessa's journey very similar to mine, very similar to a lot of you, even though she's a busy, successful doctor, her path to real estate success sounds a lot like yours and mine. I hope you enjoyed this interview on Accelerated Real Estate Investor with Vanessa Peters. Welcome to the Accelerated Investor Podcast with Josh Cantwell. If you're looking to retire early with forever passive income, you're in the right place. This podcast is the go-to destination for real estate investors, both active and passive, and multifamily apartment investors, both new, intermediate, and advanced. Now, sit back, listen, learn, and accelerate your business, your life, and your investing with the Accelerated Investor Podcast. So Vanessa, listen, thank you so much for joining us today on the Accelerated Real Estate Investor Podcast. So excited to have you on, been looking forward to this for a long time. Uh, Wanted to get started right away by asking you, I know you're working on a fund. I know you have a lot of things going on. You've made lots of different types of investments. Tell us about something that you're working on literally today or this afternoon, next week, that really kind of gets you fired up. 
All right. Thanks for having me, Josh. I'm so excited to be here. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I've just launched a fund. Um, it's called Rockstar Capital Fund 2, and it's a really unique niche in in uh, in real estate called land entitlement. And so, yeah, it's a 506C, uh, $50 million fund. And uh, it's, it's really interesting because we all know that single family homes are in demand right now. Inventory oh, yeah. is low all over the country. And this provides a, a little piece of the puzzle, which is quite profitable. The uh, the folks who build the new homes, the national home builders like Madame, Leonard, Ryan, etc., mm-hmm. um, they used to take land from raw all the way to fully developed. However, back in the crash of real estate in 2008, 2009, they had a whole lot of raw land on their books when that occurred. And unfortunately, uh, they had a bunch of dirt that was worthless, you know, overnight, basically. And being that they're big corporate structures, um, they're like, okay, let's not let that happen again. <laughs> so they've decided to prefer to buy land when it's shovel ready. Or another word for that is paper lots or permitted lots. So that's the land entitlement process is buying a piece of raw land, getting it ready for the national home builders to do their thing. It's quite an involved process. You know, it requires specialists who know exactly what they're doing, getting environmental proposals, getting surveys done, uh, engineering stuff, making sure the soil is okay, making sure there's no giant boulders underneath there that they can't dig into, getting permits from the city, you know how fun that is, Sure. Um, zoning, you know, but the, the cool thing is, is that you're not actually doing anything. You're not getting any tractors out there. You're not grading. You're not digging for, you know, uh, piping or anything like that. So the folks that used to work for the big national home builders are now working for this company that I've partnered with. And uh, they know everybody. They know the city people and all that. Uh, We're focused in uh, the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. And um, I did a deal last year, which was a smaller 500 uh, you know, lot uh, deal just to see how it went, went really well. So now we're opening it up to 30,000, uh, hopefully this coming couple of years. Uh, this year, we're hoping to do about 800 lots. And so uh, what that means is that the investors that come in will receive uh, a preferred return. And uh, the folks who are doing this have done the full development process. But what happened is that when the land was getting ready, they were smaller and the big national home builders would be like, hey, we want that land. We'll pay you double for it. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds pretty good. So what happens now is the home builders come to this group. They're like, hey, we want that piece of land. Please go buy it and get it ready for us. We'll give you an LOI. And, you know, it's usually about double what it's worth raw and give it to us. And so it's a pretty smooth transaction and they don't actually purchase the land until they're absolutely sure that it's going to you know, work out. Right. Because obviously you don't want to buy a $6 million or $10 million piece of dirt and find out that it's just dirt. Right. So, right. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. stuff. So love the Carolina area. So Lake Norman, Charlotte, the Carolinas, obviously a lot of demand there. If you look at kind of uh, my, my population migration, a lot yeah. of people moving to the Southeast and the Midwest, moving away from yeah. the coastlines, you know, high tax, expensive areas. So fantastic area. I've played golf down there. It's, I mean, it's just unbelievable. The demand prices are shooting up. Love the mm-hmm. strategy. Tell us a little bit more about if somebody invests in the fund. They get a preferred return. A big pop of the return is going to come obviously from the sale, right? The land is now uh, kind of ready. It goes to a builder. There's a big transaction. Dollars come into the fund. Is the fund an open-ended fund or close-ended fund? And what is some of possibly the risk that it goes into land development. I don't do a lot of land development. I don't know that our audience, although 
because there's not a lot of deal flow happening with, especially with single family, there's a lot of new construction that needs to happen. Why is this land development such a key part of the process? So it's a closed-ended fund. We're expecting five to seven years. It'll be capped out once it once it fills. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is because the development of the land only, I mean, the entitlement only takes nine to 18 months, 12 months on average. Uh, we expect to provide the preferred return from the um, the full development. There's a pipeline of about 250 homes that are already in the pipeline to be built. And they could be built for rent or MLS or buy and hold. And so that will provide the preferred return cash flow mm-hmm. and also some depreciation for the fund too. And then the, um, the sale of the land, we're hoping to give two to four quarterly profit sharing, you know, distributions to the investors per year. So we're looking at hopefully 8% preferred return, 8% profit sharing for a cash flow of 16% that year. Because these turn over so quickly, it's not like multifamily. And I'm in many multifamily deals and I've done, uh, I'm a GP on many of them as well. You know, there's some delayed gratification there. You know, you're waiting for that sale. Um, And since these sales are so quick, uh, we're going to be providing a little more cash flow. And, you know, the we all know inventory is low and the home builders want to build. We're building in the affordable home market space. So these aren't McMansions. These are in the 150 to 300 range. And so this is for Lots regular folks there. to purchase. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's really a critical part. And there's there's ability to expand quite extensively. We're looking also at Florida and some other markets, too. And so I feel like this fund it's projected to do 16%, but it could be higher. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a good chance that after we get rolling, it will be. And then, you know, we'll just roll it into the next fund. We'll probably create a fund three after after five years. Or if we ha- need more capital, we'll start one sooner. Fantastic stuff. So love the niche fit for what's going on in today's market. I just interviewed last week, uh, who's a good friend of mine, the, the uh, executive vice president at auction.com. He's essentially their economist. His name is Darren Bloomquist. Uh, and right now, the, the average amount of properties that are on the MLS, according to the National Association of Realtors, is a, just a tiny fraction over 1 million. It's the lowest number of homes listed for sale on the MLS in the history that they've been tracking this. Uh, you're going back at least 30 years or longer. It's the lowest amount of inventory they've ever had. It's obviously why prices keep going up. So even if there's some fluctuation in interest rates, even if there's some fluctuation, there's just so much demand for affordable housing. Uh, people are talking about mobile home parks. And like you said, that 100000 to 300000 range, not the McMansion properties, more of those starter homes. So I love the fit. I wanted to ask you, Vanessa, because as an entrepreneur, you, I, all of our listeners, a deal like this or a fund like this doesn't come together unless there's an incredible team behind it. So I'm curious how you've assembled the team. How has that come together? Because you're a busy physician. You're obviously a busy investor as well. So land entitlement seems entirely out of your swim lane, but there's obviously a lot of people who are experts at this. How did you assemble the team? So yeah, absolutely. And and to your point earlier about risk, um, I didn't I didn't follow up on that question. The um, the risk with this is actually really low. Um, you know, I'm a conservative investor. I, I like to be assertive and aggressive, and I do have a small portion in venture capital and things like that. But overall, I don't like to like throw away my money sure. <laughs> to keep it. And so um, I really like the, the, the low risk aspect of this fund because things are so short term that in 12 months, I don't think the bottom is going to fall out of real estate. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we're in a bubble at this point. And even like you said, if interest rates start to rise, there's also the thought that maybe when the moratorium on evictions and such goes away, people might, we'll probably have more foreclosures and that will pro- provide some inventory as sure. well. 
But, you know, as we all know, our lending environment is so different than it was back in 2008. Uh, you know, the banks are much more conservative. So I think we're still on a good track. And the beauty of the fund is since things happen so quickly, we could pivot or we could change directions if if something started to change. Whereas when you're in a five-year deal, if things change, then you might not see as much of your money back as you'd like. The other thing is that this is the first liquid fund that I've ever been in. Um, mm. After a year, you can pull your capital out. And, you know, we give your spot to someone else. Um, you get back your full amount of your capital minus the distributions for that quarter that you would have received. So, you know, that's a that's a really kind of, I feel, a good way to try it out. And if you're not happy, then you can then you can take your, your capital back out. That's fantastic. So, I love that. Thanks for addressing the risk scenario. Yeah. And then to, to speak to the team, yeah, the folks that are doing the actual development, they've been doing this for 20, 30 years. Um, the lead... Uh, construction, the owner of the construction side. Yeah, his name is Lindsay Jarvis, and he's from New Zealand. He's a funny guy, and I love to put him on my webinars, you know, to sell the deal. Um, and, you know, he's, you know, this isn't his first rodeo. He knows what he's doing because he's done it all from, from zero to, to selling the homes. And he knows all the national home builders. He's got them on speed dial. And so they call him. And then he has assembled this ex- excellent team of land asset managers, LAMs, they call them. And they're the folks who know the specifics of how to do this very specific thing. This isn't a do-it-yourself kind of a, right, a sure. thing, this land entitlement. This isn't like you can read a book or go to a, a conference and figure out how to do land entitlement. It's it's not that. It's probably really detail-oriented, boring work to most of us to think about, you know, going to the city and filling out forms and, and reviewing proposals and such. So that's critical is having that really knowledgeable group of guys that do that. And then I met the guy who started the fund, Brandon Rooks of Rockstar Capital. I met him uh, because I'm part of a mastermind uh, for doctors investing, and he's one of the sponsors in that group. And we met a couple of years ago and started chatting. And I told him that, you know, I partner with about five different operators, but I would sure love to have like one that I could be a really big part of the GP on. And he said, well, you know what? You might be my person. And so we did (laughs) a couple of deals together and, you know, I could show that I had a good investor base. And so, you know, then we started working together and learning. And it's been a really interesting process setting up a fund. It's a lot more work than a single asset deal and a lot more expensive. And yeah, so, for sure it is. You know, but it's been it's been interesting uh, getting portals set up and doing all the tech behind it. And, and I, I love doing that. I love making things automated and making things easy um, because we're all busy and we don't have time to be printing out docs and signing them and, you know, sending checks in the mail and right. things like that. So, yeah, no, we've got a, We've got a great team for this fund. Are you ready to automate and explode your real estate investing? We're searching for extremely motivated individuals who are sick and tired of wasting time and want to finally see real results from their real estate investing business. We're searching for investors looking to get to the next level and become a bigger, better version of themselves while being a more successful real estate investing entrepreneur. Apply for mentoring and coaching at joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. That's joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. I love it. I love it. I love the way technology really has enhanced the the way that operators, um, capital raisers, general partners can kind of put it all on a portal now, showcase the deal, showcase the webinar, showcase the private placement documents, push that stuff out when uh, quarterly interest payments are due 
all automated through the portal. You know, this is all this evolution of what happened with the Jobs Act almost 10 years ago when President Barack Obama signed that into law. And it was in its infancy back then, right when the crash happened, 2010, 2011. And now you see 10 years later, all of this private equity, venture capital, these different funds that people are able to do. You don't have to be in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, traditional investments. It's fantastic stuff. So Vanessa, I'm curious to kind of uh, back up a little bit more to the way you got started. You've you've done single family home investments, funds, multifamily apartments, land entitlements, commercial investments. You're also a very busy doctor. It, people might ask, like, oh my gosh, listening to this, like, how does she have time? And how could she, how did she even get started being? Because many people perceive doctors to be so busy, always on call, no free time. Uh, my buddy right next door is is a family uh, family practice doctor. He's very busy. And so, and I have a lot of doctors and passive investors that listen to this podcast and they're thinking, man, how does she do all that? It just sounds like, is there enough hours in the day? So tell us how you got started, jumped in, and then how you started to build your portfolio out. How did you scale? How did you meet people? Tell us a little bit more about the, the beginning. Sure. I started investing in, uh, actually in 2008. Um, I did- Not a good time to get started. No, it was. It was a low price. Okay, there you um, go. After the crash, right right around, actually, it was early 2009. You're right. There you go. And so it was at the advice of a realtor. I said I had some extra cash. And I'm in San Diego, a family medicine physician. And he said, you know what? Riverside County, just north of you, that's going to be a great spot. And so I bought a single family home that was a short sale. And and then the market kept going down. <laughs> I bought kind of early and it went down, kept going down for a few more years. Not a lot, but you know, and I was just kind of like, hmm, I'm not sure that was the best thing to do. You know, I, I didn't know much about real estate, honestly. Sure. I, I wish I had dug in at that time and then I would have been like, oh, wow, I need to buy 10 of these. And then I would be set because that house now has uh, like $350,000 in equity in it. Nice. And it's had the same renters for 10 years. You know, I'm thinking maybe I should 1031 that into something bigger. Um, but I basically set it and forget it because I wasn't sure. And I, I, um, I got married. I had a child. I was busy working. And I kind of forgot about real estate, honestly. And then when my son was getting a little bit older, uh, like, you know, three or four, I, I started talking to my financial advisor and I was like, you know, I really want to spend more time at home. I'm so busy. Um, what can I do? Maybe I want to retire early, you know? And of course I had the, the typical investments and sure. he's like, well, you know, do you know how much money you'll need to retire with the safe withdrawal rate? And I was like, mm, no, I'm not really sure. And he's like about $4 million. And I was like, oh crap. <laughs> Man, shoot. How do we get I'm there? Like, I'm like barely an accredited investor. That is like really far away. And I was in my 30s, my mid-30s at the time. So I basically put my nose to the grindstone. I worked my butt off. I saved more than half my income thinking, okay, I'm going to get there. You know, I'm determined. And then I looked up about five years later, graphed out everything. And I was like, well, crap, this is like a, it's like a straight line, my net worth. And it's, and it's a straight line because I'm saving so much money, not because of my investments are performing so well. Right. And the stock market... And, and this is in a, a good bull market, you know, so I was frustrated and I wanted something better. I knew that real estate was the way to do that. I kind of woke up and I was like, oh, yeah, right. Real estate. Um, I had read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in my early, early medical career and it blew my mind, but it freaked me out at the same time. Sure. You know, I wasn't ready 
to ditch my medical career and become a full-time entrepreneur. I mean, like that just wasn't in the cards for me. So I kind of just put it away. And then I kind of remembered that and was like, I need to get into real estate. Of course, by then in San Diego, I couldn't find a thing. I was, I was like looking everywhere at condos. I was scouring the whole area. Um, I couldn't repeat what I did in Riverside County. So I was like, I've got to find a different way to invest in real estate. I joined bigger pockets. I started going to meetups, learning everything I could about real estate. And of course, they're, they're focused on the, the traditional way, which is sure. buying homes and then flipping them into multi, small multis and bigger multis, et cetera. Went to some um, meetups and learned that most Southern California investors are going out of state, you know, mm-hmm. purchasing a, a turnkey home in Memphis. That bothered me. It made me nervous because of my conservative nature. I just didn't really want the responsibility of having an actual house in a place where I don't know anybody. That's a plane ride away, leaving everything to a property manager. Um, So I was like, I don't think I want that risk. But I kept digging. I kept looking. And I found out about syndications after a while on bigger pockets. Reached out to somebody who seemed knowledgeable in the area. And um, we had a couple chats. He told me about a potential deal in Dallas-Fort Worth. And the returns, and I was like, ran the numbers. I was like, wow, this is amazing. This light bulb, you know, I was like, pop, this could really work because I have capital, but I don't have time. So this is what I want to do. And flew out to Dallas, met everybody, did a gut check, you know, did a criminal background check. I was like, 50 grand is a lot of money. Like, I want to make sure this is for real because I was pretty skeptical at first. Sure. And uh, put it, put my money in, and then the check started flowing, and I was like, okay, this. I was totally hooked. So I transferred everything that I could out of my four hundred one k, got a self directed plan, started investing in a lot of syndications, and then I kind of fell in love with it. And I also became one of those people who just talked about it all the time. Yeah. And other doctors didn't know what I was talking about. You know, some of them were interested and I was like, I need to get the word out. And so that's when I wrote a book about passive, uh, you know, like basically the the busy professionals guide to passive real estate investing and um, joined a team to learn how to be a syndicator basically. And um, focusing more on the capital raising side of things, because, you know, I do like my job. I'm not planning on leaving my job. I don't want a new job as a person who like is a, the hands-on construction, finding deals, underwriting, et cetera. So I found my niche with basically my network of accredited investors. Love and so it. that's how I got started in uh, in real estate. And, but, you know, ultimately my goal is financial freedom and I'm an LP on like 22 syndications. So, you know, I try to invest in all the deals with my investors as well. Yeah, I love it. So that book, The Busy uh, Professional's Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing is available on your website. It's vmdinvesting.com. If you're on YouTube, you can see Vanessa showing a picture of the book. Fantastic stuff. Um, Yeah, it's on Amazon as well. Yeah, and, and Amazon as well. Fantastic. So I'm curious, like looking back now, what what did you think you could have done differently? What did you do right? What advice would you give our audience? What advice would you give your younger former self? Because a lot of the things that you did, I I love, like, it's just like, I want to learn more about real estate. Oh, rich dad's, you know, rich dad, like what happened there? Let me go buy a property. You actually jumped in. Then you started just continually learning, started the network. It seems like from an outsider's perspective, did a lot of things right, right? You kept growing, you kept learning, you made the flight to Dallas, you started learning more about that, you decided to make that first $50,000 investment, it's like, bam, now I'm hooked. I think a lot of people would want to take the same path that you took, but 
there's probably a few things that you maybe would do differently looking back. So what advice would you give your younger former self and our audience about how they can get started and a little bit about your growth that could affect them? I made some mistakes and I started late. You know, I, I'm in my mid forties now. I, I wish. Oh my I, God, you started late. <laughs> you started early in most people's books. Most people are like 50, 60, like, Oh, what's this real estate thing? Like, Oh my God, your perspective is amazing to think you were in your 30s and you started late. I'm in my mid-40s too. So you're like, oh my God, I'm in my mid-40s. <laughs> uh, but no, I, you know, we both kind of started early, I think, in the general scheme of things. So don't right. be too hard well, on thank yourself. You for, thank you for saying don't that. Don't be too hard on you yourself. Know, <laughs> thank you. I feel like I got started late because I guess because I was so driven as a, as a teenager. You know, I'm like, I'm going to medical school. I'm not taking any breaks. I finished all my residency training when I was 26, you know, oh, wow. so you. I'm, I'm, I'm from Canada. There was an accelerated program. I came down here. I've been at the same job ever since. So I was a baby when I got here. Yeah. Um, if I had known a little more back then, you know, I could have an amazing empire right now, but, but a couple of mistakes I made. One was getting a, a giant line of credit in medical school. You know, the mm-hmm. banks, they're like, Oh, you're going to be a doctor. Let me give you a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. This was 20 years ago. I'm sure they're bigger now. And I, I spent it, you know, I didn't need to spend it, but I took a Hawaii vacation, you know, just stuff like that. Also, during the uh, the boom, the housing boom, I leveraged my house, you know, and that became uh, unfortunately a problem. I treated it like an ATM, just like so many other people like, oh, this is great. So the house I bought here in San Diego in, in 2003, uh, I refinanced it a couple times and um, had it, you know, turn way underwater in the downturn. Unfortunately, I also went through a divorce that same year before the downturn. I got the house, he got the 401k. And Mm. so promptly after the divorce was final, this house that I had, which had a bunch of equity, all of a sudden had zero and I had nothing in the bank. And so, you know, it was, it's important. I'm I'm much more cautious now with my debt to income and leveraging properties. I know leverage is a great thing, but don't over leverage yourself. Make sure that if something went south, you would be okay. In my newest real estate investing book, The Flip System, you'll learn the proven secrets and strategies that I've used to be a successful real estate investor. You'll also hear the story of my journey from quitting my job to doing over 2,000 units of apartments. The Flip System is now available for a limited time. And you can grab your free copy at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. You'll learn the same proven principles and secrets and investing strategies that I used to quit my job and pursue a life of financial freedom. In this book, I'm sharing exactly how I was able to personally close over 750 profitable real estate deals, make over 400 private lender loans, raise over $30 million dollars, and acquire over 2,000 units of cash-flowing apartments. Get my newest book now for free at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. That's getflipsystem.com slash podcast. Love it. Love it. Fantastic advice, Vanessa. So we're going to finish with our final five Uh, and then we'll have you jump off. I know you've got other things going on. So thank you so much for joining me again, busy professionals guide to passive real estate investing. Go visit vmdinvesting.com. Also, you can learn more information about Vanessa's fund there. 
Uh, and we'll, we'll jump into that here at the end. So the final five, Vanessa, we'll do this really quickly. Question number one, what's your favorite way to find deals or find opportunities to invest in? Uh, through my network. Yeah, I I don't really like to find deals cold cold from, say, folks contacting me on LinkedIn, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the deal finder in this whole process. So, um, but, you know, having said that, I, on my side, you know, I, ha- I own properties wholly on my own. And through those, the way that I do that is through trusted realtors and through a trusted team, you know, in Kansas City. So always through a team. I, I don't like to find deals um, kind of by myself. I like to, to have the experts help me with that. Yeah, always be out looking for partners, talking to people, meeting people. Question number two, Vanessa, favorite way to find capital to invest? Obviously, you're standing up this fund. So favorite way to find capital or joint venture partners, limited partners for deals? Through my network and you know, through doing things like podcasts, writing a book. Um, you have to get yourself out there if people are going to trust you. And to, to have a... a you know, your story out there and, and a face to the name, um, it makes it much easier for, for people to, to hear your story and, you know, trust you, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Vanessa, favorite book could be a business book, could be a nonfiction book, favorite book that you've ever read and why? Well, you know, the, the, the cash flow quadrant is, is something that really sticks in my head because I keep going back to it. It's like a mantra. You know, I want to be in the I quadrant. That's where I really want to be. I know the B quadrant is great and maybe I'll do that, but it has to be passive. You know, I don't I don't want to be an entrepreneur working 80 hours a week. You know, I want to be an investor. Fantastic stuff. Um, Vanessa, you're, you're busy. We're all busy. You've got to find a place to decompress and think. What's your favorite place to go, kind of your sweet spot, to just think about your life, decompress, you know, kind of evaluate, reflect. Where do you like to go? Um, so on our property, I have a little she shed. We call it the <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, it's like a, it, it's a shed, but it's beautiful inside. It's like my little office. Um, I go in there and I put on some meditation music and you know, just meditate. I try to meditate at least 10 to 15 minutes every day. And that's when ideas flow. I also love to get out in nature and go for a hike just while I'm moving, while I'm walking. You know, uh, that's when I I can really decompress. Yeah. I think it was Bill Phillips from Body for Life that said, you know, I never got a great idea by actually thinking about it. I just got into my joy. I got into the flow of my day. I, I walked away from the busyness and that's when the best ideas came in. Pa, they just kind of flowed into my head. So you got to take time to decompress and think. Vanessa, final question. Uh, who's had the biggest impact on your life? Who's a mentor, a leader, somebody that's had the biggest impact on your life and why? That's a, that's a tough question. Um, I really, I feel like there's so many people that have given me a nudge and, and it's taken me in a completely new direction. Like the high school teacher who said, you should be a doctor, you know, uh-huh. or, you know, the, the, um, the, the, the CEO here at my clinic who hired me, you know, so I feel like I almost have a, a kind of like an avatar of mentors. It's like my board of directors that have guided me through my life, but I don't have one specific person. Okay. Let me add one additional question, just cause you mentioned mastermind, right? So I run a mastermind. I'm a member of other masterminds. You mentioned the mastermind. Tell me about the impact of that, because you've talked about network, 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 and the mastermind, whether you own it, run it, or whether you pay to be a member, or it's a free mastermind. This is a fantastic way to meet and talk with people, meet new people in your network. So what impact has that had on your career? that's, That's phenomenal. When I started getting into the idea that I wanted to have a business with uh, real estate, 
I, I, you know, I started with Bigger Pockets, and then I heard Hal Elrod on Bigger Pockets, and then I went to that event, and then I was like, personal development. I'd never heard of it, but it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I joined Hal Elrod's Mastermind, um, and then a GoBundance Mastermind, and then now I'm in another Doctor Mastermind, and it has just broken open the doors, and it also gave me the inspiration to write a book, for example. I got to see other people that weren't just real estate people and see what they're doing and cross pollinate with different ideas. Um, it's been the best thing I've ever done because so many of us live in a bubble of our lives with our kids and our friends and our work. And we just kind of, we're so limited. Mm-hmm. And and this, is, this has been amazing. COVID has really hurt my mastermind situation. I haven't been able to go to events. I yeah. really miss them, but no, I, I love it. And I think that that's the way that if you want to level up and go somewhere, you got to pay for it. You know, at first I was, I'm pretty frugal and I was like, gosh, that's a lot of money to spend on a mastermind. And and, and it feels like you're paying to get friends, but that's not it. Mm-hmm. You got to pay to play. You know, you got, if you want to waste your time going to free events, You'll meet some people, maybe. But if you want to really meet the people that are going to work with you, become partners, become your best friends, you know, you need to you need to make sure that you're getting the cream at the top. Yeah, it's the deep dive, right? It's the people that are really committed and often people commit for what they pay for. Right. And so that's the idea of a mastermind and kind of those loose free masterminds. My, my experience is those don't typically don't last and don't yeah. go very deep. Uh, so fantastic stuff. So, Vanessa, as we sign off. Uh, where again, mention your website, tell us where we can get the book, tell us about the fund, where can you get information about the fund. I know a lot of my audience will want to take a look at that and see what you're up to. Where can they get more information about you? Great. Yeah. Uh, at vmdinvesting.com. That's my website. You can uh, get the first, uh, three chapters of my book for free. If you like, you can also check it out on Amazon, the busy professionals guide to passive real estate investing and uh, rockstarcapitalfund.com is the fund website and it's a 506C. So if you uh, click on the link, you can access the syndication pro portal and, you know, have a look at everything in there, which is, which is awesome. Fantastic stuff. Vanessa, listen, thank you so much for carving out some time for us today on accelerated real estate investor. Thank you. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for yet another edition of Accelerated Real Estate Investor. Thank you for jumping on. If you enjoyed this interview, make sure that you go ahead and leave us a little bit of a rating, a review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us, communicate with us. Don't forget to also hit the subscribe button to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you catch your podcasts, also on YouTube, wherever you catch your videos, so you never miss another episode of Accelerated Real Estate Investor. If you're a passive investor looking to make additional passive investments, don't forget to visit our website at freelandventures.com. Go ahead and there and register on our investor portal to receive free information about our upcoming real estate investing opportunities. Thank you so much for joining us again today on Accelerated Real Estate Investor. If you've enjoyed it, share it across all the different social media platforms. Help us build the community. And don't forget to register. Go to Facebook, find our group, Accelerated Real Estate Investor on Facebook, and join the group today. Hey, Josh here. And do you want to win a free Accelerated Investor t-shirt? All you have to do is give Accelerated Investor, our podcast, Accelerated Investor, a rating and a review on iTunes, okay? Do that now. Then send us a screenshot on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter 
What we're gonna do then is every week we're gonna pick our favorite rating and review and we're gonna send that person a free t-shirt and maybe again, some other cool fun stuff as well from Accelerated Investors. So again, don't forget to take a screenshot, leave a rating, review, take a screenshot, send it to us so we know exactly who you are. And then once a week, every week on the podcast, we will announce a new winner. Don't forget to take a screenshot and send it to us so we know exactly who you are. We'll announce a new winner every week. You were just listening to the Accelerated Investor Podcast with Josh Cantwell. If you enjoyed this episode and learned something new, help us build the AI community by leaving a review and five-star rating on our iTunes podcast channel. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode. To see passive investing opportunities, visit freelandventures.com slash passive. To start your journey toward the lifestyle you've always dreamed of with multifamily apartments, apply for one-on-one -on -one coaching with Josh at www.joshcantwellcoaching.com.